the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and much, much more. Anything on your financial mind we can talk about. We can talk about the business stories of the day. For instance, Tiffany's. They're leading a list of companies out with earnings this morning. Very positive numbers. Very strong Chinese demand. Profit jumps 50% on strong Asian sales. Men's Warehouse offers to buy Joseph A. Banks. You might remember a couple months ago, Joseph A. Banks offered to buy Men's Warehouse. Men's Warehouse is the bigger of the two. So basically, which board of directors, which management team is going to survive? Or maybe they just say, you know what? Let's just merge and use all of our cash. Instead of buying each other, let's buy back shares. We'll see how this one plays out. So back to the Tiffany story briefly. Income up 50%. Five, ten years ago, Tiffany's was a play on the U.S. and the stock market. And the wealth being created in New York. Or out of New York. Now it's tied towards China. Tiffany's results come as the holiday shopping kicks off into higher gear. High end is doing well. Let them eat cake. Cake or death. Let them eat cake. Sales in America climbed 4%, but revenues for the company climbed 7%. you got to like that. Nearly one half of Americans plan to spend less this year on the holiday season. Now, before you think that all of us are Grinches, you know, some people are, have some uncertain employment scenarios. Some of the hardest hit categories of spending is on family members, with 63% reporting that they would cut spending on gifts for family members. Not a good time to be a brother. 54% plan to spend less on gifts for non-family members, like teachers or service providers. Other categories, like decorations and holiday meals, are taking a hit, down 47% and down 43% respectively. Brighter spot is on children and grandchildren, with only 35% reporting reduced spending on gifts for them. In the holiday feel-good story of the year, Kim Kardashian, she's being called out as selfish and greedy. She's been accused of attempting to profit off the Philippines' typhoon victims after it emerged that she's keeping 90% of the profits from her much-lauded eBay charity sale to help those affected. 33-year-old reality star who earned $10 million this year alone touted her very special charitable endeavor last week, writing on our website how a portion of the proceeds are going to International Medical Corporate, a non-profit organization that provides critical health services on remote islands where families are struggling to access medical care. What she did not mention was that the portion that she's given to charity is 10%, a fact hidden in the fine print. Um, so she's doing high-end designers Marc Jacobs, Chanel, Dolce Cabana, Prada, and she's keeping... 90% of the profits. I love it. 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 Um, so people are starting to backlash against her, and it's about time. 
Uh, some of the quotes are publicity stock. Kim, I thought you were doing what I thought you were doing is great, but honestly, only 10%. Another one says, uh, don't you think it would be more helpful and less of a publicity stunt to give 100% of the proceeds? Another one was, yes, I know it's still more than they would have, but 90% is far less than needed for overhead expenses. You disappoint me. If this is indeed true, shame on you. So that's our holiday story of the day. Yes! In your face, lady! S&P 500 is down fractions. The Dow's up eight. And the NASDAQ is up fractions. We opened higher. As the Dow as the Dow plays with records this year, as the NASDAQ plays with not records but highs, as the S&P 500 deals with 1,800, we're up 26% for the year. It's a pretty damn good year. It's the best year since 2003. Um, and since 1998. So companies are only reporting a 5.6% increase in profits, and yet the gauge is up 26%. So part of this has fallen into next year, we better have really, really good earnings. And I think there's some expectations of that. The odds are good that we'll have record earnings in 2014. Forward earnings, which is time-weighted average of consensus-operated earnings for the current year and next year, is a very good year-ahead leading indicator of actual earnings over the next four quarters. In November, that number was sitting at $120.55 a share. That's up 92% from the cyclical low of 2009. Pretty good chance the S&P 500 will earn about $120 per share in 2014. And that number will, should be good enough to give us another good year on the market. I can't say another 26% year on the market. But I'm looking for a good 10% correction sometime in 2014 because we haven't had one. And history says we need one. We need to shake some of the, the weaker hands out. Palo Alto Networks reported earnings of 8 cents a share last night. It's above expectations. We saw a 73% gain in subscription services for revenue. Palo Alto Network's security firm. What's interesting to note about that is that's not going to go away anytime soon. Mr. Snowden has assured us of that. Palo Alto Network's up 2 bucks today, up 5.5%. Well off its all-time high of $62 a share this year. That's an interesting growth stock. Um, last year at this time... It was about a $70 high, so well off its all-time high and well off its, its yearly high year-to-date. Uh, very expensive on a valuation basis, very expensive on a valuation basis, but if they continue to report solid numbers, that valuation will come in line very, very quickly. Stories that you need to know today. The Case-Shiller Index is out. Home prices climbed 1% month-over-month. They're up 13.29% on the year. That beat expectations. It's the biggest gain since February 2006. Strong price gains in the West are sparking questions and concerns about the possibility of another bubble. However, the talk is focused on fear of a bubble, not a rush to join the party to buy. So it's not a broad-based new dogma of everyone should own real estate because it's the greatest investment of all time. It's not. 
The data suggests the market beginning to shift to slower growth rather than one about to accelerate. Existing home sales weakened in the most recent report. Home construction remains far below the boom levels. Interest rates are expected to be higher a year from now. And that should slow some of the speculation. BlackBerry is going to see more management changes coming. This comes after day after interim CEO John Chen announced the departure of the company's CFO, chief marketing officer, and chief operating officer. Workday reported a smaller than expected loss, 12 cents a share. Analysts have been looking for a loss of 17 cents. They came in with 12 cents. The provider of human resources software saw a 76% jump in revenue. They also forecast current quarter sales well above expectations. Nuance Communications, they uh, beat expectations, but their forecast for 2014 is below forecast. It's trying to transition into a subscription-based business model. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online, YouTube show, YouTube, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. Mm, where else? Oh, you can find me on the line at robblack.com. Oh, and if you want to get a podcast of the show, go to kdow.biz. A couple minutes after the show, it's available there. We'll take a break here. Be right back. Robblack.com. Consumer call down less than a point. The NASDAQ down less than a point. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now. Back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money investing in more. We could talk about... About, hmm, what could we talk about? Sports? No, I don't think we need that one out there. We're talking about Derrick Rose being out for the rest of the season. I think that's kind of interesting in the world of sports, the sense of how expensive players have become and the weight that we put on their shoulders. Instead of building the team, we build you know stars who can sell tickets. Seattle Seahawks have had an exceptional number of substance abuse suspensions since 2011. I find that intriguing. Um, lots, lots. So, it's teams uh, they just had one this week where it's the seventh substance abuse suspension since 2011. So it throws a little cloud over the cop, over the, the team that's won 18 of its last 21 regular season games. So it's more suspensions than any other NFL team during that period. And that's all I got for you on that ever so elusive topic, sports. I do find it interesting when you study athletes and how many of them go bankrupt due to 
reasons that you can go bankrupt. They buy houses and they forget that they have to pay property taxes on those expensive houses for the years after they're not playing. They forget that income may go away and sometimes it does and when it does it puts you in a bit of a bind and a bit of a quandary. A lot of people choose not to be rich and I think that's a loud statement that I like to make is that we do things that hurt ourselves. Like we forget we may lose a job. We don't have an emergency fund. We forget silly, simple things like that. Uh, you know, taxes on a home. A lot of Americans live beyond their ways and means, but they don't even realize it. A recent financial survey shows that one half of respondents said their monthly spending exceeded their income at least a few months a year. Yet only 9% of respondents said their lifestyle was more than they could afford. Of that 52% who routinely overspend, 36% finance the shortfall by going into savings or using credit cards. You can't do that. Savings are savings. Credit cards are not there to, for emergencies. Too expensive. So blowing your entire paycheck in a month, it's not an ingredient for, for getting rich. And it's never going to happen to you. Some people don't save enough. You need to save at least 15% of all income that you earn. Now, there's a lot of ways to do that. You could do it with a 401k and just automate it at 15% of your salary. You could do $1,000 a month. And then after 17 pay periods, or you could do $1,000 a pay period, get it over with. Only about half of Americans say they have a savings plan in place to meet specific goals. So you want to start with an emergency fund, but you want to save 15% of your salary. And again, that could be 2% in credit card rewards that you put into savings. It could be a 6% match with your company. And there you have it. You put in 6%, they put in 6%, plus 2 more percent, you're at 14. Close enough. A lot of people will never get rich because they make minimum payments on credit cards. A lot of people will never get rich because they, don't pay, they only pay the minimum. If you have a minimum monthly payment on a credit card that with $7,000, it'll take you 28 years to pay it off. It'll cost you $10,000 in interest to pay off $7,000. So you've got to put more towards your credit card. Fees. Overdraft fees are ridiculous. ATM fees are ridiculous. If you're finding that you're paying ATM or overdraft fees, there's something wrong with the way you spend money. You need a budget, and you need to walk your butt into a bank and get your money instead of using an ATM. Um, Passing up on free money. Free money is one of the greatest ways of getting wealthy. I spoke at a big Bay Area company recently where they do a 6% cash account. All you got to do is sign up for it. And after three years, every year that you're there, they give you 6% of your salary in cash in a little savings bundle. And that could be your bond allocation, your retirement plan, if you think of it that way. Um, because at 6%, it's tied towards the 10-year treasury, so it gets some yield. If your employer matches a 401k and you don't match it, you're giving up free money. If you get reward points from loyalty programs or credit cards and let them expire, you're giving up free money. There's over $41 billion a year of unclaimed assets ranging from old tax refunds and paychecks to forgotten stocks and certificates of deposit. 
Um, some reasons that people never get rich is because they wait too long. They live in the moment, and the moment's very, very good. But they forget that money doubles every 7.2 years. So if you wait until you're 35 to start saving for retirement, you'll have to set aside $671 a month for each million dollars by age 65. If you start at age 25, you'll need to save just $286 a month to hit $1 million. It's a pretty big difference. So, 10 years, 286 from age $25 to 35 uh, years old, it's 671 So it's almost two and a half times as much. So, max out that 401k when you can, are eligible to do catch-ups. You, know, you can put in $23,000 plus dollars instead of 17500 And that number is uh, going up. Strongly suggest you do what you can. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. It's 800-516-1220. A lot of people will buy high and then they'll never sell. It's just too painful to see the stock go lower, so they stop opening their statements. And that'll make you poor. I prefer that you dollar cost average into mutual funds. I prefer that you dollar cost average into stocks. I prefer that you buy stocks that you would like to buy more of if they went down. Um, buying everything new. It's a horrible way to go. You need to get over your hang-up because you're missing out on big money savings. Pre-owned items could cost 50 to 75% less than things that you purchase brand new. From college textbooks to designer jeans. A lot of times you can find them in almost new condition in a fraction of the price. You can find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Don't retire too early. That's another mistake that stops people from being rich. You only work from age 20 to 60. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Take a break here. We'll be right back. Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Amazon.com is goosing Prime memberships. $79 a month Amazon Prime membership, a move that came originally as a way of getting two-day shipping kept you loyal. You got two-day shipping for the whole year. The loyalty program has been expanded into an umbrella of other services, like streaming of movies and TV shows, as well as access to 350,000 Kindle eBooks. The gifting option that they just introduced is intriguing, where you can basically put an Amazon Prime membership in your cart. When you check out, you put in someone's email address, the date that you want it delivered to them, and they get Amazon Prime for a year. 
Prime Instant Video is added to Prime membership. Any Prime member could stream thousands of movies and TV episodes on Amazon's site. Instant Video's content selection seriously lagged as Netflix at the start. But they've invested pretty heavily. They've got a lot of uh, products from Viacom, PBS, Miramax. So the company's cost, that strategies cost the company $1.1 billion. So the company is also investing in original content. They've got Amazon Studios doing Alpha House with John Goodman, debuted earlier this month. Uh, but they just gave out three episodes, so they're not quite doing the exact Netflix binge model. So, anyway, I find it interesting. When you look at Amazon Prime as a shipping option versus looking at it as a Netflix replacement option, and you start seeing where the value really becomes in, um, it is a small potential client acquisition play for Amazon, i.e., go give your friend a Prime membership so they can watch movies, and oh, by the way, they can also get free shipping. It's all about getting that new customer. It's interesting. I don't know if it's compelling, but it is interesting. Oh, boy. Where do we go from here? Uh, Let's take a quick look at the market numbers, see how we're doing today. A lot of people are saying the word bubble. S&P 500 is up 1, sitting at 1803. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 20, sitting at 16,093. And the Nasdaq is up 7, sitting at 4,001. Welcome in, CFP Chad Burton. I want to talk a little Justin Bieber. His popularity is hitting an all-time high. He's incredibly sheltered. Also hitting an all-time high right now is desire for real estate stocks. Companies like Rheology, um, companies like Century 21, Silver Bay Realty, um, all IPOs in the last year, Nation Star Mortgage, um, American Residential Properties, Aviv Reed. Um, some home builders have recently come public. Sign of froth that could end very, very badly. Bieber, all-time high, and he's cocky. He's going through airport security without a shirt on. I'd short Bieber. I'd short Bieber, too. And I'd short I, Taylor Swift. I'd short Bieber. I'm a little, like, Nation started mortgage. Stock's up 150% in the last year. Real estate and property offerings are up 40% in IPOs. Is that a sign that, like, it's too enthusiastic right now? Here's another sign. I heard a radio person, um, a finance show, where the guy said, well, it's, a, it's, it's one of these REITs. It's a um, mortgage REIT, okay. which essentially, you know, you've you got to do the loans, you package them up, you sell it. They use leverage. But he said, but. These mortgages are backed by the government, so essentially they're very, very safe. I tell you what, you get a, a jump in interest rates, the Fed starts to exit the bond buying program, and anything that's leveraged that's tied to a high income could fall 10 to 20% in a week. Right. So there is froth there. There's froth in U.S. basic commercial real estate altogether right now. Um, RWR, which is a typical ETF that kind of invests in the overall REIT market, um, Pretty high P.E. ratio, historically low dividend yield right now. Um, the good thing about the commercial REIT industry is that you don't have, you didn't have the, the give loans to anybody that could breathe type of a scenario. Okay. Um, so the thought there is that eventually they'll recover and the income can go higher. Um, but there is some froth. I think that people ignore looking outside of the U.S. So, for example, the, the U.S. only REIT index and all a REIT is, remember, is a publicly traded stock. They, they deal with real estate or mortgages. And what makes them a REIT is they have to pass on 90% of their net income. That's, it's a different type of 
structure for a corporation. There's RW, I think it's RWX, which is, um, yeah, it's the International Real Estate Index. Um, and you can see the comparison on the, on the two of those where you have still a higher yield. But at the same time, it's, um, you've got a rising U.S. dollar at this point in time, and, and overseas the, their currency is falling, which makes it something that you might want to average into. But there's some higher yield potentials that, are, that could be uh, had overseas when it comes to real estate. So there's a trend right now where real estate got hit pretty hard during 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, and there's been a recovery. I think it's gone a little bit too far, and we see it in the issues market of what's coming to public in the last year. Very similar to there was a trend in the 90s on the Internet, and then every mom and pop, you you and I know people who quit jobs, six-figure jobs, so they could start a a dot-com, and they were too late. Mm -hmm. They came late to the party. There was already too much froth. Um, It's something you have to be very, very cautious about when you see, like, um, I saw Phoenix Real Estate up 40% year over year. Now, again, it's still not where it was in 2006, but... People are speculating. Be careful chasing speculation. Well, what's interesting is that it's the cash buyers right now that are coming in and, and creating the multiple bids. Uh, so it's not just people that could breathe and get a loan. So it's a different type of, uh, again, we're not anywhere near where we were. But, yeah. So there's some ways to go. I'm here, the man on the street wants real estate. That's what I'm getting at. And like yeah. Justin Bieber is surrounded with people who just, they're yes people. You're the greatest thing ever. You can do whatever you want. You know, you're, you're all that in a bucket of chicken. And real estate, you're surrounded by people who are like, yeah, real estate always goes up. It's a great investment. You're using other people. To, like, they, they throw out this unrealistic world. I just think both spiral out of control and both end badly unless you do your homework. Be very cautious about real estate. Treat it like a liability. Don't treat it like an asset. And realize it cycles. I mean, 10 to 13-year cycles. So every five to seven years, you get a pretty decent correction in real estate. Um, it just tends to be more painful. Uh, because it's a leveraged asset, and you get scared when there's leverage involved. So if you're going to do it, do it the right way. Have plenty of reserves. Put a nice amount down so you have positive cash flow. We kind of switch from REITs, which you can buy you know, in your portfolio, to residential real estate or rentals. So it's two different animals. Um, both are attractive. You know, Back to REITs, though, Rob. Sure. We used to talk about this, and we always used to say, well, you want 5 to 10% of your portfolio in REITs. Well, now REITs, because so many investors started investing in these companies started to grow and eat up and merge, now a lot of the indexes that you buy own REITs inside of it. So it's, sure. not just as, it's, it's not as important now to go out and own a REIT mutual fund or a REIT ETF as it was in the past, because now they're a part of the indexes. So things change. That is CFP Chad Burton, Certified Financial Planner Chad Burton. We're just trying to make you think. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. President Barack Obama will soon pardon a Thanksgiving turkey, and then it will die. If history has any precedents, that turkey has about two years left in its life. Hmm so sad um, what's wrong with the political turkey class right um, turkey obesity big old, big old fat turkeys we plump them up we pardon it that added weight causes degenerative hip failure and other joint deformities they're so fat that without human intervention domesticated turkey would go extinct that's because turkeys have been bred to have such a heavy body that they're physically incapable of mating, necessitating artificial insemination by a tube or syringe. 
And like overweight humans, those obese turkeys suffer and die from heart disease, sudden death associated with acute heart failure. Turkeys are... Basically, we hate turkeys. If we love turkeys, we'd get them on treadmills, get them skinny so they could start mating again. But they're just big, fat birds. And we've kind of bred them that way. makes me think that we are breeding our children to be big, fat animals. And maybe they won't be able to uh, carry on the species. Or they'll get degenerative hip conditions and diabetes, and their hearts will blow up as well. Sad, huh? I know you're saying, you're making me sad today, Rob. I'm sad that I told you the truth about turkeys. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, Ford's doing a recall of escapes for oil and fuel leaks. They're recalling the escape, small SUV again. Hot selling SUV has been called seven times since it was redesigned and went on sale in the spring of 2012. That's a lot of recalls. Ford says the cylinder heads can overheat and crack, causing oil leaks. Of the SUVs, fuel lines on about 12,000 may actually have been installed incorrectly. They could chafe and leak gas. So if you have a Ford Escape, strongly consider uh, calling your Ford dealership and seeing if uh, that these high number of recalls are something, you know, ordinary or not. Ford said it began to get engine fire reports on escapes in late August and began investigating. Eventually it was able to duplicate the cylinder head cracking and decided to do a recall. These are uh, from the 2013 model year. That's crazy. That is not a good year. Seven recalls since it started going on sale in July of 2012. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblack.com, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Bloomberg World Headquarters in 1%, and that's a blue. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Question. Can a 29-year-old retire at the age of 65 by investing $200 a month? Answer. Investing for retirement is such a huge task getting started is intimidating. But $200 a month at age 29 isn't a bad idea. It starts there. If you were to use a retirement plan analyzer, if you were to use a retirement calculator, it gives you a pretty good idea. If you save 4.8% a year of a $50,000 salary, you know, that starts to add up, right? If you save... 10% of a $100,000 salary starts to add up. But 4.8% of a $50,000 salary would get you to $747,000 when you're 65 years old. 
Now, for most people, that's not going to be enough to retire on, but it's a good start. Later on in life, if you find ways of cutting some costs, that $200 a month might become $300 a month. But $760,000 for saving $200 a month at age 29 isn't too shabby. Something that I'm a big fan of is keeping up on sleep. I've had sleep issues my whole life since I was a child. And I think it manifests itself into erratic behavior, short tempers, bad decision making. So I've learned some tricks to fall asleep. Um, bedroom routine, 65 to 68 degrees. you got to keep it cool and you got to keep it dark. Have some sort of routine like a hot bath, hot shower, reading a book in low light. Set limits on technology before bedtime. Your bedroom should be for sleep, sex, and nothing else. No TV. No cell phone. If you find that your cell phone's your alarm, uh, consider buying a $5 alarm clock. So I know it sounds crazy. Um, Count backwards from 100 in multiples of 3. Where the counting can put you in a sleepy state. That's why the whole counting sheep thing works. I throw it out there because eight hours of our day should be spent sleeping. Like a third of our day. So, changing topics, let's go to the Pope. He just gave one of the most powerful critiques of modern capitalism. And I find this fascinating. On the importance of remembering those who are less fortunate, he says, quote, we can only praise the steps being taken to improve people's welfare in areas such as healthcare, education, communications. At the same time, we have to remember that the majority of our contemporaries are barely living from day to day. The Pope said on the seriousness of economic exclusion, just as the commandment, thou shalt not kill, sets a clear limit in order to safeguard the value of human life, today we also have to say, thou shalt not to an economy of exclusion and inequality. Such an economy kills. On the thought of exploding inequality, the Pope says today, While the earnings of a minority are growing exponentially, so too is the gap separating the majority from the prosperity enjoyed by those happy few. The Pope said today on the dangerous mix of inequality and consumerism, quote, It is evident that unbridled consumerism combined with inequality proves doubly damaging to the social fabric. On the world's obsession with money, the Pope said, We have created new idols, the worship of the ancient golden calf, It's returned in a new and ruthless guise in the idolatry of money and dictatorship of an impersonal economy lacking a truly human purpose. Fascinating stuff. For a man who lives in a gold city, it probably strikes some as very odd. For a man who commands a large portion of the world's mindset... It's pretty economically powerful. Don't think that statements like this don't potentially change the world or part of a change in the world. In the United States, we have the disenfranchised creating occupied Wall Street. And to the media, they come across as disorganized, unorganized, you know, 20-somethings who just want to, like, throw rocks through windows. 
but they talk about inequalities. When you have the Pope talking about inequalities, that's another faction. I don't think the world ends in burning. I don't think we burn Rome, per se. But there's more and more talk of, you know, just the disastrous nature of our economy. And then you see people like Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, exploiting average people. It's fascinating to me, to say the least. Anyhow, anywho, anywho, um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. The Internet of Things is going to change the way we uh, approach technology in the coming year. Internet of Things is, you know, you can now start watching your, see who's at the door with an app and a camera set up as a doorbell. You can figure out what's wrong with your refrigerator or what's wrong with your washer. All very much so going to lead to a lot of productivity enhancements in our life. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. I wouldn't mind a couple phone calls. Hint, hint, wink, wink. I noticed today on the drive that there was no one on the road. So maybe uh, you sit at home listen. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. Find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Friend me on Facebook, Cron4 Rob Black. That's KRON4 Rob Black. We'll take a break here. Be right back. Rates, policy forms, and availability vary by state. Did you know that life insurance rates are near record lows? If you own life insurance or are thinking of buying any, why... You've got a powerful connection to... AM 1220 KDOW at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome back in. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. We talk about Men's Warehouse offering to buy Joseph A. Banks. Not at a super premium. Last month, Joseph A. Banks offered to buy Men's Warehouse at a big premium. Both stocks kind of moved up on that. Now Men's Warehouse is saying, no, 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 we're bigger than you. We're buying you. Now clearly, this segment of retail hasn't been hot. When you see Joseph A. Banks do a seven for one, you buy one suit, get seven free. That's not good. That's not good. Um, hmm. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. But yeah, sometimes uh, segments have to consolidate. And that's a good thing. Um, and what do I mean by that? It's a segment that's not going to last on its own. It's just not that financially fit. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Stocks are fluctuating today. I can't really say it's going to be an up or down day. It, there, there's no trend here. It's not really moving on strong news. There's not a lot of news. S&P 500 up one 
Dow's up 24. Nasdaq's up 10. 10 year treasury sits 2.71%. Crude oil sits at $93. Palo Alto Network's up 6% on better than expected earnings growth. Mm. That's when you start going, like, yeah, there's not a lot to talk about. Robert Schiller basically saying that there's not a lot of excitement in the Case Schiller Index. So, uh, Schiller is a little under the weather today, so his interviews are all coming across as almost sickly. That's not good television. Barnes & Noble reported lower than expected numbers. Does anyone care about Barnes & Noble? Like, that was a sector that had to consolidate five, ten years ago, and they, they did what they could. And you can see that it's still not a good sector. Nearly half of Americans plan to spend less this holiday season than last. I like that story a little bit in the sense that it's tough out there. Uh, Provologist to boost Japanese rents buys warehouses on economics bonus. Provologist is the world's biggest warehouse owner. It's a way for you to own real estate without owing mortgage. Most people in financial media who push Real estate is. It's the greatest thing ever. It's because they have a stake in it. They are the mortgage lender, or they are the owner of the property, or they've got a relationship with the developer. Now, you don't have to have that. You don't have to get into someone else's 30-year mortgage. You can buy Prologis. Prologis is a publicly traded company. That means they have to share their information with you. There's a good disclosure going on there. The world's biggest warehouse owner plans to increase rents and spend as much as 600 million a year to develop warehouses in Japan. The company expects rents to rise about 3% annually for a while, and it's going to invest $500, $600 million a year in warehouses. So Prologis, if you want to own warehouses, they're the largest in the world. 2,900 buildings in 21 countries, $46 billion. Some of their customers include Amazon, Home Depot, and Nippon. So, again, you get to own the real estate, you get to own the business on top of it, and they share 90% of the profits with you via income. Let's go to a phone call. Let's go to Paul and Arenda. Paul, how are you? Doing well, Rob. Good morning. How's Arenda treating you? Arenda's great. Been here 25 plus years. Okay. I'm it's fond quiet. of Ar- I'm fond of Arenda. Yeah, it's it's quiet, you know, but you're close to the city and Oakland Airport, and the weather is good in the summer. So yeah, I really enjoy it. Oh, nice. So what's uh, on your mind? I was calling. Um, I read an article in Barron's about Sirius XM maybe being a good play going forward, but I wanted to get your take on satellite radio and the health of the industry going forward. What did uh, the article state? Just probably new car sales? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. They're heavily tied towards that, and I have Sirius XM, and I love Sirius XM. Um, I love AM radio. I love FM radio. Um, I love still burning my own CDs, but... They got a positive mention, I think, yesterday in Barron's. And I haven't read the article. I'll read it this weekend. Um, Let's see what I could dig up as far as what it had to say. Up 6%. um, Okay, here it is. I will speculate with you. Did you read the article? Just uh, Just the headline. I didn't read through the whole thing. Yeah. By the end of its first decade, Sirius had blanketed the country with satellite radio coverage, but the Wall Street signal's growing faint. 
Hmm. Let's see if I can't pull any information up on this one for you because there's not a lot there. And thanks for the call. I'm going to go with the analyst side versus the written side. It's a $3.70 stock roughly. Um, let me pull that up because I might be looking at a couple week old information. 360, 370. Um, I'm not interested in stocks under $5 first and foremost. That's just, they tend to get people in trouble because people go, ooh, it's cheap. It's trading at next year's PE of about 30. I think they can get acquired because they are a subscription-based model that have subscribers. Um, obviously, some of their draws are sports. You can listen to any Giants game anywhere on the planet. But you can do that with the Internet now, too. And that's a little bit of a problem going down the road. SiriusXM is not cheap. I think it's like $13 a month to have it in your car. Um, Liberty Media has a big play. They did a $500 million repurchase agreement with Cirrus. Cirrus has agreed to repurchase $100 million of its common stock from Liberty Media as part of the share repurchase, which it recently announced. Um, Liberty Media expects to continue to own over 52%. There's probably going to be some consolidation in media companies in the future because we've already started seeing a little bit of that. On, We've already started seeing a little bit of that on situations like uh, cable. Some of the cable companies are now starting to talk about merging and acquiring each other because it's just competitive. So Google is a play on SiriusXM in a funny way. Um, They've introduced a set of headphones for Google Glass. Um, You know, music, everyone's into it on some levels. Um, Google's streaming music offerings include Google Play. It's a Spotify-like subscription. Google's music services are available on Glass, but others are expected to be introduced, like SiriusXM. Sirius has made a small move, not a huge move, to differentiate themselves. from. Like, I think their satellite radios outside of the car are pretty bulky and useless. So they've made a nice move to try to say, you know, get us for the Internet. Chrysler customers purchasing any 2014 model year is going to get an available premium satellite radio channel plus SiriusXM internet radio. It's a one-year subscription, so they're being subsidized by the health of the auto market for sure. I'm trying to find if there's anything out there. Um, some analysts are, you know, equal weight from overweight, a couple downgrades. One of the big questions you can have is what happens if Howard Stern ever retires. Uh, third quarter 2013 numbers were fine, better than expected subscriber growth above its consensus figures. Guidance is light. Um, the company's been pretty conservative. Maybe a 50 cent rate hike can move the stock considerably higher. So I don't have enough on it. I'm going to take a look during the commercial break and I'll be back. Confidence Report. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Have you got the good? I hate stories like this one. 
Eight simple things you could do to make your Thanksgiving dinner healthier. What's the point? It's supposed to be a day of busting uh, appetites. You could, instead of binge eating, maybe eat a little bit earlier and have some lighter appetizers. Yeah. Pick white meat over dark meat. Or skip the skin altogether. I say you're crazy. Use fat-free chicken broth for gravy and basting. And ruin dinner for everyone. You can make fresh cranberry sauce instead of the jelly from the can, which... I don't think anyone likes cranberries. The sauce is filled with high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, like, I like I don't know that. I like high fructose corn syrup with mayonnaise on it. Thank you. It's like eating a candy bar with mayonnaise. It's my favorite thing. Don't skip on the veggies. Oh, skip on the veggies. Skip on the veggies. Just do the potatoes, gravy, and turkey, and do potatoes, gravy, and turkey, and then do some ham on top of that. Don't make your stuffing any lighter. Don't use olive oil instead of butter. Don't be the person who ruins Thanksgiving for everyone. Don't do it. Don't, 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 don't do it. Not gonna, not gonna do it. You know, I wish I had invested in the price of turkeys. Since 2006, the price of a 15-pound bird's up 60% to $27.29. Go turkeys! You rock, guys. Let's take a... Look at the numbers. SP500 up 2, the Dow up 28, the NASDAQ up 14. Welcome in, CFP Chad Burton. Chad, I get a lot of emails and a lot of phone calls on the confusion that is mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, no-load funds, ETFs, A shares, B shares, C shares. Let's demystify a little bit. What do we need to know? Well, it's gotten harder because as fee-based financial planning has come into play, and that's where what most people want to end up with because of the fiduciary aspect of it, Knowing what you're paying for is important. So when people have A, B, C, there's even Z share mutual funds out there. You What's gotta a Z know share? What these C and Z shares are kind of like these quasi fee based programs. So when when advisors want to be fee based, but they can't do it because of the current company that they work with, or they don't have the right licensing or whatever, they might use C share or Z share funds, which they look like they're no load because you don't pay anything to get into them, right. but their internal fees are often higher. Um, and they often have kickback issues um, to the firms that you work with. So, you know, if you have an A share, a B share, a C share, or a Z share mutual fund, you're not in a no-load fund. You're in a loaded fund environment. A shares, you pay large sales charges up front in exchange for lower ongoing fees. So if you're investing less than 100000 a lot of times the, the front end loads on an A share, 5.75%. You've got to get well more than that just to break even. Um, in a B-share mutual fund, you don't pay anything going in, but your your money's often tied up right. for five to six years, and your fees are higher for five to six years, and then they eventually the fee structure drops down. So, um, again, it's usually you end up paying more in a B-share, so I don't really like them. Okay. C-shares, they're even higher than a B-share in many cases, but the fees never drop, and they just pay the broker 1% every year. Um and the problem with those ABC share and Z share funds is is you're tied to the fund family. Right. So if you want to go from a large cap growth to a large cap value, you can only do it inside that fund family. You can't go outside of it without getting tied up again or paying another commission. So it's just not the right way to go. You want to be in the no-load fund environment or ETF environment that's out there. So typically I tell people you don't want to be in American funds. That's a fund family. You'd rather buy your funds at Fidelity or Vanguard or TD Ameritrade where there's such big volume houses, their fees are lower than anywhere else. 
Is that a statement that is wise, or, or am I... Typically, like when it comes to American funds, though, that's a, it's been a pretty successful fund company, um, right. and they actually now have a share class for fee-based advisors called F-shares. So you might see an F-share fund pick. Um, I've used a fund in the past. I don't own any right now. But, yeah, I mean, you can go... If you, if you want to know what is truly a no-load, you can look at, um, say, a TD Ameritrade or a Schwab's website and see what the no-transaction, no-load funds are okay. that are there. And you can see that they have no uh, front-end sales charge and no deferred sales charge. That way you know you're in a no-load fund. But look, Rob, I mean, what most people should be doing for their first hundred to 250000 is just looking at total stock market index funds. And the no-load like the Wilshire 5000? Um, Wilshire 5000 is the whole market. Right. But just um, there's like Vanguard has the Vipers. That's total stock market funds on both the international and domestic side, um, the no-load fund side. And, and you can go in and... And get ETFs, which are exchange-traded funds, which are mutual funds that trade like stocks. Right. So you can look at the indexes. The internal fees are only about 0.08% per year. Extremely, extremely low cost. And there's a whole, you know, like a TD Ameritrade, for example, there's 100 different ETFs you can buy without even a trading cost. So getting, being able to invest in those types of funds is getting cheaper and cheaper. Which is great because that's one of the hindrances to performance. Mm-hmm. is uh, making mistakes absolutely will hinder your performance, but cost will hinder your performance. So you can eliminate one of the variables that will hurt you and try to go with as low fees as possible as far as the transactions and the funds you're choosing. Right, and that's why I say that, you know, indexing. I like both index and managed funds and individual stocks, but the way I tell people to start out is start off with the index approach because it's the lowest cost, the lowest tax issues that, that you're going to deal with. And especially when you're investing mostly in equities when you're younger and you don't need the bonds. As people get older, though, we worry about downside protection as much as upside potential. Right. So you can't just be in index funds, in my opinion, when you retire. With that said, you work for New Focus Financial, and people could find you at newfocusfinancial.com. We've got about a minute left in conversation time. Is there anything else that we need to know about? Well, I guess where you look for the different types of funds, um, where I use my index funds and my index ETFs are for my large cap and my mid cap areas. Yeah. But if I'm going international emerging markets, I typically like to really do dig in, do the research, and find managed mutual funds. So, for example, you look at Japanese stock market right now, and it's drastically underperformed the U.S. stock market. They have debt issues. They have an aging population. But there's specific companies in, in Japan that are doing very well. So you don't want just necessarily an index fund there. You'd want a, a, manage, a manager with boots on the ground in that country. They know the currency issues. Um, same thing with China, Indonesia, uh, you know, all the different places where emerging markets are, where, you know, two-thirds of the economic growth probably over the next two, two decades is going to come from. Well, that about clears everything up in my mind. I'm not sure about in everyone's mind. <laughs> A shares, B shares, C shares, which one should we choose? I think we hit it all there. I'm Rob Black. That's Chad Burton. You can find Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Talking all things financial, it's that holiday season we all find so pleasing. Seriously, people, make a list and and cut it. Have a budget first. Have a list of people you want to buy for. Um, Do a lot of research on what they want, if you can. I'm not a big gift guy. Uh, If I love you, you get gifts all year from me, not just on Jolly Old St. Nick Day or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, depending on which affiliation you go. I will love and support you all, if you're loved. Pay the attention to the price of an item after you buy it. Like, MasterCard and Citigroup both have, like, price rewinds that you can do. I'm Rob Black.
Talking all things financial money, investing more. 800-516-1220. Get your calls in there. Take a break. Be right back. Entire Bay Area. Custom ads. Special promos. A banner on our home. 013. DOC 6. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Song of the year? Artist of the year? Something like that at the American Music Awards. You heard him here first. I know you did, because I've been playing it for over a year. Ah, uh, I'd like an AM FM radio, please. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Um, I don't think I have that much more for you. Nearly half of Americans plan to spend less this holiday season. Yay! You know the story that I keep coming back to, and it's shocking, is TV is dying. And I guess I don't really have to beat that one up too much, because I think you already get it. Uh, but cable, I mean, just Americans' tastes are, are starting to shift a little bit, and we only have so much money, and we're kind of tired, and we're kind of distracted. J.C. Penney CEO bought 112,000 shares, $9 a share. Men's Warehouse turned the tables and made an offer to acquire Joseph A. Banks for $55 a share. The permits data for September and October were better than expected. Now, it's the highest level since June 2008 on building permits with over $1 million. That is a good thing and that is a bad thing. It's showing you that you know people are getting comfortable and that's fine. But it's also showing you that you know we're starting to get to areas where we once were in denial that we don't need this many houses. New Walmart CEO is an insider of the company. He uh, ran their international operations. He's young. 47 years old. One of his quotes was in 2010. He said, I'm a basketball guy. You can compare the retail business to basketball. You have to plan. You have to hustle. You have to rely on each other. There's a scoreboard on the wall. He said that he learned more during his first six months at Walmart than I had learned in five and a half years of post-secondary education. He's likely going to need all that hustle and experience to uh, continue to fight competition. He's got a record of generating growth at the company, both at Sam's Clubs and internationally. So he seems to be the right guy for the job. Um, you know... In foreign countries, if you go up to the government to make deals, it's considered, you know, blackmail and corruption. In the United States, it's called, you know, uh, the norm. In the United States, it's called uh, lobbying. But he said, you know, we've put in a chief compliance officer. We've, you know, we've done kind of what you want us to do. We've put the resources into this. If you don't like us, you know, buying our way in, you know, we'll, we'll make sure that we don't. I'm not a fan of Walmarts per se. I'm not for or against. I've been in one Walmart in my whole entire life. And that was on an island. Not in the United States. Or it's in the United States, but not on the continental United States. Um, anyway. So Pac-Man. Wop, 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 wop. Ghosts chasing, ghosts chasing, ghosts chasing you. Quick, quick, quick turn. 
get the power up and eat them. That's kind of what's going on with Men's Warehouse, as they made a big deal to try to take over Joseph A. Banks. That's just a crummy sector. I can't say it any other way than it is just a crummy sector. I don't think you want anything to do with it. You have so many dollars to invest. Let's say, okay, I want some tech companies. What type of tech companies do you want? Do you want hardware, software, cloud, social? Then you have money that you're going to put into financials. What type of financials do you want? Do you want banks? Do you want insurance companies? Do you want brokerages? Do you want a combination of all three? Then you start getting into other sectors. Aerospace. What do you want? Do you want companies that do defense? You know, I think that's one area that the sequestration continues to take aim at is our government size of our military. I want you to be cautious on it, but with that said, I want you to say there's really only four major players in aerospace. You start with Boeing, and then you start going to any other company that you want, but you start with Boeing. When you get into the world of retail, you only have so many options. What do you want? Do you want Starbucks coffee? Do you want their competitor, Green Mountain? Do you want Panera? You know, it, it's pretty tough in this age to grow nationally. And then once you go region to national, is a great time to be buying. It's a great time to be buying um, restaurants. Because once you go national, then your next choice is international. In all retail, it's great to buy regional to national, national to international tough. It's that first couple of years where Pete's Coffee used to be in four locations. And then it was in 20, then it was in 40, then it was in 80. And it grew. And that kind of exponential growth Wall Street fell in love with. Um, and once you're big, then you're, it's more of a dividend play, an income play. So in retail, what do you want? Do you want soft lines? like apparel where if you miss one fashion you better have volume, volume, volume to make up for it you know on the boutique side there's you know things like Hot Topic that they have to get it right on the other side there's you know a gap where they just have to sell a lot of t-shirts and jeans Old Navy, Banana Republic all divisions of Gap or do you want hard lines in your retail portfolio do you want food? In the world of transports, I think very important area. One of the most critical importance that I watch. Do you want planes? Choo-choo! I do. They're basically monopolies, aren't they? Have you ever tried to start a train company? Nope. Good luck doing that. You know what I like about choo-choos? First and foremost, I like wearing a little engineer hat and overalls and pretending I'm an engineer. Chugga, 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 chugga. I know you're saying, some of the images that you put in my head, Rob, I need to get them out now. Like, for instance, I take a bath every weekend, naked, and I read Barron's in the bathtub. Very relaxing. I'm sorry, Chewy. I didn't mean to upset you with that image. It won't go away. It won't go away. Um, so in transports, do you want planes? Now, the planes are basically screwed their unions? No, 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 no. Internal editor on. Let's jump back in time 10 seconds. We want planes. Planes basically renegotiated with their unions. 
a much lower cost structure. And then they went out and merged and acquired other airplane companies. So there's not a lot of competition. You know, JetBlue is stuck in that problem area spot where they're not quite discount enough. And they're not quite big enough. Southwest, I like. I like you a lot. I like Virgin America, not publicly traded. I like you a lot. Um, but, okay, so I like Southwest, right? I like the consolidation in the airline industry. I can make a case for airlines right now. There's no doubt about it. But then I'm going to stop myself before I wreck myself and say, Rob, what about the truck companies? We got a great big convoy trucking down the line. Convoy. 10-4, good buddy. No, I don't like truck companies because in the end it's a dude who has probably sitting on a hemorrhoid donut taking stuff from Oakland all the way across the country to Washington, D.C., and back in three days or less. It's not very efficient. One dude, one truck, or sometimes two trucks behind him. I like trains. So I always have to come back to, Rob likes trains. Uh, Don't like shipping. Shipping to me is uh, boats. It's not exactly tough to come up and make a boat. In this day and age, yes, you do get some volume, 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 but there's tons of competition in shipping, so not a much of a shipper kind of guy. So, anyway, and anyhow, i totally digressing on you. I know that. Um, if I wanted to, in the world of autos, I would divide my attention, and this goes back to, a, you know, how do you want to play your investments? What do you need? I think the autos are great for bonds. GM and Ford, we've learned that they're not going to fail. Our government's not going to let them fail. So their high-paying preferred stock or high-paying div- uh, yielding bonds are very attractive to me. Again, consult a broker advisor for taking action on anything mentioned. One area where I don't want you making mistakes is mashed potatoes. You have to use the right type of potatoes on Thanksgiving. You want Russets or Yukon Gold because they have higher starch levels. They make the fluffiest, smoothest mash. They absorb flavors better. Red and white, eh, too much mashing to become creamy. You want to salt the water. Potatoes cook, starch granules. They uh, swell and absorb water and salt if you've added it. You don't need to add much at the end because it'll be already in it. Um, I don't know. I'm always a room temperature guy with everything. So if you have anything in the fridge, I like to get it to room temperature before I start cooking it. So don't mess up potatoes this year. Come on, people. This is important. Pay attention. Um, so your portfolio needs certain things, right? I think I've made that pretty clear at this point in time. Don't just go out and accumulate stocks. Have a strategy on what you're doing and why you're doing it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Call up and wish me a Thanksgiving. Be generous to me. Be nice to me and I'll be nice to you. <laughs> we'll see about that. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblack.com. Oh, it's Chad Burton's birthday, so wish him a happy birthday today on his radio show from 1 to 2. CFP Chad Burton today from 1 to 2. New focus on wealth here on this very radio station. Jenna Palmer. In-
listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeartRadio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, invested in more. Sorry this wasn't the biggest news day out there, but I can't make up the news. Case Shiller home prices climbed 1% month over month up 13% year over year. That's pretty good. Stock market's up 26%, so it's not as good as the stock market, but it's also the biggest gain since February 2006. And unlike the stock market, the stock market's moving up on earnings, and right now it's moving up on the expansion of valuation based on next year's earnings, which are expected to be record earnings. Housing needs real housing needs uh paychecks to go up. And I don't know about you, but I'm not seeing a lot of paychecks going up amongst my friends and my loved ones. Um, Bayer bids $2.4 billion for cancer drug partner Algata. Bayer's offered to pay $2.4 billion for Norse Algata. It's a prostate cancer treatment, which we've got some amazing charitable donations and amazing charitable angles in the United States. Uh, breast cancer awareness, amazing. Oh, prostate cancer, not quite as, how shall we say, up there in media appeal. So the Norwegian company said, yeah, they're in early discussions that will lead to a transaction. Um, it's a big opportunity in some of the smaller biotech businesses to grow new drugs that can bolster income, focusing increasingly on cancer therapy. Amgen is the fifth largest biotech. This is the fifth largest biotech deal in the history. When they uh, buy, Amgen bought Onyx Pharmaceutical, AstraZeneca bought privately owned Amplimune and Spirogen for $940 million. Much of the work in modern cancer medicine concentrated on the genetic basis of the disease and the role of the immune system in controlling tumor growth. Some people are figuring out different types of radiation treatment. So, big business. One dose of exofigo, which is used for uh, prostate cancer, costs $11,500. Full treatment costs six doses. That is insane. Take this pill. Give me $11,500. But... Honestly, if I can keep my hiney cancer-free, if I keep my prostate cancer-free, if I keep my skin cancer-free, what won't I pay? So that's on the high end of transactions, right? Motorola's going to start selling a cheap phone, $179 phone without a contract. Typically, you got to pay about $600 for a high end in the United States, a lot of subsidies given. So, internationally, not so much. Anyway, I'm looking forward to the day when we go back to dumb phones. <laughs> it's going to happen, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Um, taking a look at some of the, you know, the stories out there today. I think I've hit them all pretty good at this point in time. Let's see... Uh, men's Warehouse offering to buy Joseph A. Banks. 
home prices rise. Tiffany profit up 50% on strong Asian demand. That's, you know, the, the luxury retailer used to be a play on, like, finances and, and world stock markets. Now it's a play off Asia. Ten years ago, they weren't that successful in Asia. Now they've become that successful in Asia. In China, you're not really allowed to flaunt wealth with real estate, so they come to the United States to buy real estate. But also, they buy luxury goods. It's the way of you know saying, look, look at me. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls in the air. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Taking a look at what's working today on Wall Street, very, very low volume. So that has to be one of the things that's instantly in your head. Markets that can show a lot of response. Permits data was very, very strong. Housing data continues to beat expectations. Facebook, LinkedIn, Priceline, all up. Some of the earlier losses out there. Tesla remains in the red. They're under $120 a share, $119 a share. Strengthens consumer discretionary financials, industrials, and tech. Weakness in consumer staples, energy, materials, and utilities. Equity market, to me, very narrow trading, very holiday-bound. You know, when we come back from Thanksgiving, we're going to be focusing heavily, heavily on the retail numbers uh, because it's a make-or-break type of season. Plus, it's also a very shortened season this year. And we've seen studies that people are going to spend less, but we'll see if they actually do. A lot of people say that, and then they get caught up and just put it on the credit card. Uh, SP 500 is up one, the Dow is up 13, the Nasdaq's up 11, the 10-year Treasury sits at 2.7%, uh, crude oil sits at $93 a barrel. A lot of people think a little bit more positive numbers, and you're going to see tapering start. Low rates, though, is not tapering. And we're going to have low rates for 2014, probably longer. The bond market suffered a number of doomsday predictions for 2013 that never materialized. That means yields could also remain low. Even if they do rise, it may not be you know much since the benchmark 10-year Treasury yields have already had a 100-plus basis point movement from lows hit in May. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Um, a friend of mine reached out to me and asked, you know, he wants to pay for his kid to go to college, but he doesn't want it to look like he's paying for it, so he wants to hire a middleman, uh, which is pretty interesting. So she feels like there's a seriousness to the college, and even though it's at a low rate, there's still a seriousness to it. And he's like, you can always pay her off later. 800 It's 800-516-1220. I'm Rob Black. You always want to charge at least the market rate. That's very important if you lend money to family members. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.